You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. And we are back. That was quick. That was quick. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live for the chop up. Y'all ready? I got this dope panel. I got a great panel. I got my man Nate Geary joining me. I have Pat Moran joining me. I have A-Doves, Big Doves, my girl K-Gun in the building. Did I miss Miss Petty? Where's Ashley? Everybody's at the bar when I'm looking for them. She's so really, y'all know it's a good night. That means that the popular. beer is good. She's super popular. Ashley Petty is super popular. How's everybody doing tonight? How y'all doing? All right, we, Nate Geary, what's up, man? Hey, man. How you doing? I'm okay. Uh, you brought me to a party with Pat Moran, and there's no chicken wings, so it's, I don't know how good of a party it is without chicken wings and me and Pat, so. There, there's no, resurgence don't have wings? No, they do, but no one's presented us any chicken wings. Ah, I got you, I got you. Uh, I made jokes about my mustache. I don't know what else I'm supposed to do. Wait, 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 wait. You're not Joe Miller? No. No. I was going to say, you are far more handsome. Thank you. You do yeah. look better. He says that, and I don't believe him. But since you said it, I'll no, believe you. Nobody but Joe Miller's wife thinks he's handsome. So <laughs> I hope Joe's watching. He was, yeah, he was on the beach watching the first show. I hope he's watching this one. Uh, we have, we have a couple more we can get plugged in. We'll, we'll get them plugged in for you real quick. Um, let's see. I don't know where Kyrie just went. Did Kyrie dip out on me? Hey, Kyrie, can I get some help real quick, man? Need a couple more mics plugged in. But So let's get it going, man. Um, Pat, how's it going for you, man? I'm doing good. This is, uh, this is the first time since I've been back in Buffalo that I've been at this place. This is... Uh, it's pretty cool, man. Yeah, this is a really cool event. So Buffalo for everybody, Rumblings IPA, by the way. I'm sorry. Buffalo Rumblings IPA, the yeah. At one, we tried the Buffalo Rumblings IP. I was gonna say because I, I started like it was on the last show and I forgot to announce it again. So for those of you listening to this in podcast form and those of you uh, watching live, this is the Chop Up Live, and we are live from Resurgence downtown Buffalo, 55 Chicago Street, and we are here for the special release of the Buffalo Rumblings IPA. I'm going to tell you, y'all should have been here. If you're not here, you should be here. You still got a little bit of time if you want to make it here. We're going to party for a little bit after the show goes off. So come hang out with us. We have a really, really good, great group of people. It's actually like the who's who of Bill's Mafia is in the building. Mediocre group. I mean, no, I mean, at best. Anytime, anytime you have Matt Rich Warren. Okay, that's a it's fact. It's the who's who. I'm just saying. It's the who's who of everything. So. We're in the building. We got one here. Okay, we got another mic. We're going to pass this down once we get some sound to it. We're going to do that. Thank you, Craig. See, we got all these helpers. This is. I this don't is need awesome. a microphone, trust me. I never have in my entire life. So, but let's get started while we get the other mics going. Um, we'll bring the ladies in shortly here. Actually, can, can, which one of those works already? This one works already. Can we get oh. uh, Ashley the mic really quickly? 
What's up, Ashley? Can everybody What's see up? Ashley? <laughs> oh, that was really loud. Sorry. <laughs> this is an awkward angle here, but everybody can see everybody. We all have beer. Well, I don't. Let me get mine. We all have beers in our hands because this is the Buffalo Rumblings IPA release, but we also are still celebrating the release of the Big Berry Bean uh, that was released in the collaboration with the Bills Mafia Babe. So that is happening. My man Matt is drinking that one now. He already had the rumbling, so now he's just doubling down. Ashley, what's going on? Oh, nothing. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy that you're here. We're going to get right into the show. We got Pat. We got Nate. We got Ashley. We got the Chop Up crew, except Sterling. Womp, womp. Womp, womp. Sterling is not here. But let's get into it. Let's talk about it. So, Nate, let's talk about tomorrow, man. Oh, good. I can put that there and you won't even see can, it. Can That's we awesome. talk about like four weeks from now instead? <laughs> we can. Because <laughs> who wants to talk about the... Jacksonville Jaguars fans don't want to talk about Jacksonville. No, I don't think anybody anybody who knows football is really looking forward to, to um, talking about that game. But we're going to talk about it. But before right. we do, you know what? You're right. Let's talk about the league for a second. Oh. Let's talk about some stuff around the league. So let's start off first. What the hell is happening in, in Cleveland? Like during the news again, uh -huh. you kind of assumed over the last like two, three years, they got they drafted Baker. They got some good players. They got Landry there. They, they had Odell Beckham Jr. They have some good running backs and tight ends, good defense. Now we're seeing this whole beef between Baker and, and Odell Beckham Jr. Before we talk about where Beckham goes and what caliber of player he is, who, who's at fault? Who are, you, who are you saying is the, the culprit in this situation? You follow me on Twitter? Or are you trying to get, you trying to get in my feels? Because, you know, I've been – defending obj for i feel the like you and i are on the same page <laughs> yes. i do i think we're on the same page here the browns are a joke they're the cleveland browns and listen i'm a De browns defender uh, he had one target in a one-point game against a division rival and you can't there's no way listen odell gets the cam newton treatment he which does. is he's a distraction even if he's not a distraction yep so odell or as much as I'll defend him, there are very few people that will defend Odell Beckham Jr. Right, right. So I don't think it's his fault. I think for the most part, as his quarterback stinks and the system stinks and the city stinks, literally. And, <laughs> you know, I think at the end of the day, he's going to get to go play in Las Vegas or some other warm metropolitan that isn't Cleveland. And not to say that Buffalo is better than Cleveland it is but it's not like a lot better than <laughs> Cleveland it's just we have a good football team they don't we have a good general manager they don't mm -hmm. we have a pretty good head coach he's okay we have a good quarterback they don't mm -hmm. we have a bunch of good receivers they don't Where, what else do you want me to do like Cleveland kind of stinks and I mean, I'm sorry if you're from Cleveland I tell you what Cleveland kind of stinks Cleveland stinks and Buffalo smells like Cheerios facts you see what I'm saying like we're just better they smell like waterfront. We smell like Cheerios. I take it 10 times. Yeah, they out of smell 10. like dead Lake Erie fish. We <laughs> smell like Lucky Charms. Nate so. is going to get me in trouble with my Cleveland family, man. <laughs> He's just going. So, well, what about you, Pat? Like, who do you think is the, the, the issue? Who's the problem there? Nate's point's right, but it's not Baker Mayfield's fault either. This is organizational issue. You go back a couple years, look, sometimes there's players that just shouldn't be drafted where they are. That's where it comes down to. You go back to the Buffalo Bills. Well, let's go back, I don't know, 12 years. 
Dante Whitner was the eighth overall pick of the draft, okay? Oh, not him. Dante Whitner, if he was the 37th pick, he was a second, third rounder, he'd be all right. Mm. He was the eighth pick of the draft. When you're the eighth pick of the draft, your expectations are high. Baker Mayfield, it's not his fault that he was the first pick. And the system around him was built fine. They, they got an elite running game. They got plenty of weapons, including Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, good tight ends. They've had weapons around him. There hasn't been success because he should not have been the first pick. Wait, 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 wait. It's, it's 2021? Yeah. Did he just say Dante Whitner? I did. I'm never going to not In the Dante. Lord's I year 2021, <laughs> you say Dante say Whitner. Say him. I never want to hear that name. What is, what is next? Co Simpson? No, 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 no. Dante Coe Whitner. Simpson was a fourth round pick, by the way. Dante Whitner used to lay the hammer down, though. Like, he, that, like if, if he didn't do anything else right, he would sure put somebody on their ass in a real special way. Yeah, after somebody caught a 20 yard pass on the field. Well, let's, K Gun. Uh, so I know um, we're talking about this Odell Beckham and, and Baker situation in Cleveland. Let me ask you this. I'm not, we don't need to get too deep into the, the Browns because obviously they're not good, so we're not going to get too deep into it. But if you, when you look at that division, where would you rank Baker? And I'll actually ask everybody this. So where would you rank Baker, Baker as the quarterbacks in that division? You got Baker Mayfield. You got Lamar Jackson. You got Joe Burrow and Ben Roethlisberger. Where would you put Baker Mayfield when you list those four guys? This one, uh, it wasn't. Hello? Yeah. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. I would, I mean, at the bottom, at the bottom of that list, maybe tied with Roethlisberger. Um, obviously, you know, we've got Lamar Jackson. He's much better. Um, I mean, Lamar Jackson's almost on a, almost on a Josh Allen level, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at him. He's up in that ranks. Joe Burrows has really shown himself lately. Um, he's doing a really good job. Baker is just, he is, for lack of a better word, he shit the bed, man. Yeah. You know? I'm with you. I'm with you. Where are you at, Ash? What do you think? No, I agree with Kristen. Definitely at the bottom. I mean, obviously Ben Roethlisberger's fallen off, but he's still a Hall of Famer regardless. Um, I mean, Lamar Jackson is incredible. You can't say a bad thing about him. And then, I mean, I don't know. Joe Burrow is obviously up there. I mean, look at what he's done with his team this year. Absolutely incredible. So, I definitely put him at the bottom. He just you you had that hope in year year one, year two, and then it just downhill yep. from there. And he came out as a rookie, and he's breaking all these rookie records, and he's yep. doing all these things. And it's like, okay, Cleveland has their guy. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a good time in Cleveland for a long time. And then you think about it, and it's like this. So the team this is this is the part that bothers me. Nate said that like nobody really, and he's right. There aren't a lot of people that defend Odell Beckham Jr. in many Correct. situations. When it comes to this, I don't understand how people are saying it's Odell Beckham's fault that Baker isn't good. The thing is, if the team doesn't rush for 100 yards, they don't win. So you have Landry, you have Odell Beckham Jr., David Njoku, Austin Hooper. You have two running backs that can catch out of the backfield and are dynamic. Best offensive line in football, and if you want to argue that, second. But best, whichever, is top two. And you can't win with that. You tell me Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen has that roster for their career that one of them don't reach the Super Bowl already. Yep. He's not bad. He's okay. 
If he, again, if he, was, if he was not the first, if he was the fourth quarterback taken, late first round, early second round, yeah, you know, okay. You have an expectation. You have a bar when you're the topic of the draft. You were drafted at him, Sam Darnold, and, well, I can see that now, but Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. There, there's an expectation that comes with that. And that was my original point. That's not necessarily on him that he was the top overall pick. Yeah, they drafted him. And by the way, Nate was right for the record. Did, it is completely Baker Mayfield and not Odell Beckham Jr. Did, did you all want to hear my AFC North quarterback rankings? Oh, I'm ready for it. <laughs> okay. So Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, and then Baker Mayfield. And then there's a pulse. <laughs> uh, a newborn child with non-fully developmental arms. And then there's Ben Roethlisberger uh, because he's the worst quarterback I've ever seen short of like, like Rob Johnson at the end. Like he was, but at least he had a, he had some motion in his arm. He had some grease in there. When I watch Ben Roethlisberger throw, it's like, it's like watching my dad throw to me outside in the yard. You know, it's just sad. And I wish he still had it. Right. It's now, sad. Ben, Ben. Um, so that, I guess that's part of the reason why I was so disappointed week one too. Cause it's like, <laughs> yes. obviously we, we shouldn't have lost the game at all. But like, it was like, Really, we lost to Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger is taking Viagra just to warm his arm up. <laughs> He's got to get the blood flowing in his body somehow. Whatever it takes, right? Hey, Dubs, what you what you think? Like, how do you like as far as those rankings? Where would you put Baker on that list? Yeah, I would say he's towards the bottom. Obviously, Lamar. To me, Lamar and Josh Allen were just like the best out of that draft, and they've been really elite in their oh, own the ways. For me. Oh, sorry. There you go. A lot of people have been, you know, trying to compare them and things like that, and you know, I think they're both great in their own ways. But yeah, I think Baker and Ben Roethlisberger are really just towards the bottom with me. I feel like there's a lot of expectations for Baker mm -hmm. to be really great, and like you said, he was breaking those rookie records and he was doing great things in his first year. But then it's just like, you know, you give him a great system around him and it's like he still can't make it work. And it's just like, what what are you doing out there? So I think it's, you know, I would say he's a little bit towards the bottom for me right now. Yeah, I, I just so let me ask you this, because everybody kind of has the same idea when we look at Baker. Like, you know, it's the organization's fault. They drafted him too high. The expectations for him were too high because of where he was drafted. OK. Do we think Cleveland feels like they have their guy? I think since since the Buffalo Sabres are on, let's make a let's make a quick comparison with the Buffalo Sabres and former number one picks. Rasmus Dahlin, franchise blue liner, one of the best they're thinking is going to be one of the best to ever play, right? Number one pick. Mm -hmm. He goes into a system that they change the head coach year in and year out. He goes through his first three years. He's got three, for, he's got three different head coaches, three different offensive coordinators. And he doesn't really have a lot around him, except Baker does. He's got all those factors, right? right? So we run out of excuses for Baker. I don't think Baker's bad. I think he's a product of a broken system. Hmm. So I don't think he was overdrafted. I, if I was the Cleveland Browns, I'd probably take Baker Mayfield again. To be totally honest, okay. if, if I if I if I took away what I know right now today, right, which right. is that Josh Allen's the first quarterback you take in that in that class, and Josh Rosen is not, I I wanted the Bills to take Josh Rosen. Same. So I tell you what though, yes. even knowing what I knew then, like if you take away what we know now, I would have 
not saying first overall, but I would have taken Lamar Jackson over Baker Mayfield. If I knew what I knew now, yeah. No, even before. That's what I'm saying. Before so, then. Here's what I liked about Baker coming out of college is the dude just slung the ball wherever he wanted. He played in a pass-heavy offense, and we saw what Kyler can do in the league yeah. in the same offense. Yep. I, there's there's just something wrong with him. Like He just doesn't have the ability to get to the next level. He doesn't have the ability to use a legitimate number one wide receiver in front of the best offensive line in football and the, easily the easiest system. Like I think I could have two solid years in the NFL in Kevin Stefanski's <laughs> system. Like, like I wouldn't be good, but like I'd be like 500 in Kevin Stefanski's system. It's so quarterback it. friendly. Like, bro, like you could start two or three games and you could live. Yeah, I got you. Like right now. Yeah, I'm getting the ball like, out quick. Like, I don't know when last time you threw the ball is, but like you could go walk could in and win two games in the I Kevin Stefanski it. system. Yeah. It's as easy as it gets for quarterbacks. So there's just not a lot of excuses left anymore for Baker and like, the tough part is you want to, like, find people to blame. But at the end of the day, I, I was just talking about this today. The difference between the Bills and the, and the Browns is less to do about personnel because you could probably make the case that the Browns are more talented mm -hmm. at the top of their roster. Yeah. The Bills don't have a Miles Garrett. Right. They don't. They don't have a Nick Chubb. They, they don't, don't have, have a, a Nick Hunt. Chubb. They don't have like, a Hunt. Like, they've got Josh Allen, which is probably the best of both teams. But if you take the quarterback out of this situation – which player short of Josh Allen would they take over their top three players? Like that's a super talented team. They don't have, they don't have Sean McDermott, right? They don't have Sean McDermott. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. So, so now that we're, so we can stop beating up on Baker for a moment. Where do we think Odell Beckham goes? So we'll start with, with a dubs. Uh, where do you think Beckham ends up? I've been thinking about this, you know, I feel like he kind of wants to go somewhere warm, but at the same time, I feel like it would be kind of cool if he stayed in the NFC North and he went to someone like the Steelers who lost someone like Juju, or if he went to someone, I think that would be great revenge. I really do. Or if he went to someone like the Ravens, I know, you know, Lamar kind of jokes with him like, hey man, I'm going to get you to come to my team. I could so see him with Lamar. I could see him with Lamar. So I'm like, I could see something like that. I feel like that would be a really cool story for him. Um, I know waiver wise, I know, you know, the Detroit Lions, you know, were up there, but I don't know that he would want to go to Detroit. You know, I don't know how much he likes Jared Goff. Like I that, feel like so. he would just retire. Yeah. Like he'll play one game right. and then he'll call it a day and be like, all right, guys, I'm done. He'd like, get targets in Detroit. He, he would get targets in Detroit, no doubt. He would absolutely get targets in Detroit. But that's, that's the misconception about OBJ. It's not about targets. It's not targets. about targets for OBJ. And right people now. always think that – because you never hear him say that. And you never – his teammates right. actually speak well of him when he leaves and all this stuff. He's not the cancer or diva that people try to make him out to be. Uh, but it is what it is. That's the way the national media has kind of placed him. Uh, Ashley, where do you think he ends up? I honestly don't really know. I guess I might say – God – Las Vegas. Vegas. Okay. I, I could see him in Vegas. I After what happened with Rugs, I could see him out there. Yeah, you know, they just lost him. That was we don't want to talk about that because of how horrible it actually was. But um, you know, they need a little help there, I think. So Yeah. I would I would peg Las Vegas. Where are you at, Pat? I see he's itching. He's like, well, I'm he's ready. Like, I'm no, ready. No, no, no. <laughs> you like Odell, right? Yeah. You're not gonna like this. Okay. Well, New England. No, I don't dislike that. You know, I still I, I was the guy. I actually bought a Patriots jersey when Cam Newton went there. So I'm not yeah, the guy I that, that um, I, can, I can separate my, my team fandom from a, a personal respect for a guy. New England would be a great fit for him. 
I can see him in New England. I think Mac Jones is starting to figure it out. I think he's starting to really understand the offense that Bill Belichick wants him to run. The, the quick throws, he's getting it out fast. Odell Beckham there in the slot could be serious. You go back to Randy Moss, you know, a guy who was with Minnesota and his best hello, days hello. were behind him. He was the problem. He goes in New England. I mean, granted, Tom Brady was there, but put up big numbers. It's a good fit. I'm not saying he's going to go there. I, I don't know where he's going to go. Yeah. But that's a perfect fit for him. Okay. You, you in agreement, Nate? Thank you. I'm going to go to the AFC West. Ooh. Los Angeles Chargers. See, that was my first thought because Williams typically doesn't stay healthy. Expiring contract. Yeah. He's at the end of his rookie deal. Keenan Allen is a good player, but is towards the back end of his career. Yeah. They're in a situation where they could win a division. Go get Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. And like and, that, and they've got the cap space to do it. They they could they could claim him on waivers. And you know what? They've got the cap room. You know what? You you Go and get them also because you have experience now for three, four years in a row. The Kansas City Chiefs in your division being overly stacked. And Las Vegas is not a chump. Like no. They're, they're not an easy out. No, they're not. Let me ask you this, and, and this is only for conversation's sake. I know it's not happening, but there's been a, a, a loud outcry, I guess, that Bills fans don't want him because they feel like we don't need him. And we don't. Let me ask you this because uh, Kristen and I were talking about this earlier, and one of the things that I said to her was, I know people feel like we don't need him, and we don't need him. But the thing is, when you look at the Super Bowl champions over the last three, four years, they've been overly stacked. Like last year, Antonio Brown was the third Tampa. wide receiver. Yeah. He was the third wide receiver on the Super Bowl team. So when you're talking about the Bills, if you're looking at our third guy, um, if you want to call that Cole or if you want to call that Dave, we thought Gabe Davis was going to have much more of an impact this season. Now, it could be the emergence of Dawson Knox. It could be that Emmanuel Sanders is just balling. It could be a lot of things. But when you look at what the Super Bowl champions have been and how that's have, how it's gone, what do you think about the possibility of adding Odell Beckham Jr. to this Buffalo Bills roster? It's, it's not about talent. It's like during the trade deadline. I think there's a lot of guys that Bills I, – I, this is my take. I think the Bills want to stick with the roster they have right now. Talent-wise, he's a top-two receiver on this team. That, that's not even questionable. Mm -hmm. If the Bills were to sign Odell Beckham Jr. Tuesday, what, what happens? You said Gabe Davis. I don't agree with you. He hasn't had opportunities. He hasn't played much. You, if you sign Odell Beckham right now, and maybe, you know, Nate might disagree. I feel like he's going to. But I'm going to tell you this way. If you, if you sign – what happens to Gabe Davis? You're basically throwing him in the garbage until 2022. Because now he, he's your fifth receiver. Yeah. Where you at with a Nate? Signing Odell Beckham Jr. is like going to Denny's and ordering chicken wings. <laughs> oh, no. Nobody needs that shit in their life. <laughs> Nobody wants to taste Denny's chicken wings. You Listen, I think Emmanuel Sanders right now is better in the role. And I think if you're going to take snaps away from Gabe Davis, you're not really taking snaps away from Gabe Davis. You're taking snaps away from Dawson Knox. And we know that they're better in 11 personnel. Mm -hmm. We know that they're better with a tight end on the field. So that means three wide receivers a majority of the time can play. Right. Who are you subbing out? I don't want Emmanuel Sanders off the field. Right. I don't want Cole Beasley off the field. And I sure as hell don't want Stephon Diggs off and the field. And they're not coming off the field. And they're not coming off the field. So I think for me, that's it's a luxury move. I'm not saying that it wouldn't. Would it make the Bills better? Yes. 
to what degree, I have no idea because I just don't know what Odell Beckham Jr. can do in this offense on 30% of the plays. Mm -hmm. I just don't think it's a – I don't think it's a smart move from a – trying to give your locker room confidence about what they're doing right now. And here's the thing. If you bring Odell Beckham Jr. in, you need to have the blessing of every guy in the wide receiver room. And why would any of them pick Odell Beckham Jr. over Jake Kumaro? It's not because Odell Beckham Jr. is not better than Jake Kumaro. Right. But this team would probably tell Brandon Bean, Give me Jay Kumaro over Odell Beckham Jr. This team's close, and that matters. I'm telling you, this team is close, and it matters. And I honestly think that's why they did not add at the trade deadline. They want this, They don't want someone new. The other teams are chasing right them. Yes. The Chiefs are chasing the Bills, mm-hmm. not the other way around. Yep. So you don't have to make a. That's you don't have to make a move shooting from the hip to make a trade just because the Chiefs yeah. did. Or just because the Rams did. Right. Those teams in my I mean, the Rams have they played in a Super Bowl in the last five years, but like in the AFC, who are the Bills chasing? They don't need to make a move in my right. I mean, I mean, I would have liked Andrew Norwell, but right. they didn't make the move. Right. What did you say, Kristen? You had a you had a comment no, there? No, I was just side comment. Can you hear me? I, slightly. No, they, I was just, just yell. They, the Bills yeah. had every reason just in yell. the world. I'll just yell. It's fine. Nate, I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, That's the, an evergreen take. I mean, Bills, everyone agrees Bills with The Bills had me. every excuse in the earth to go get a guard during trade deadline. John Feliciano's hurt, and they still didn't. I'm telling you right now, this team, this organization does not want – they ain't want to bring someone else in the locker room. Maybe a depth guy, sure. An Adele Beckham type, not, absolutely not. That was my, I'm going to be honest, that was my concern over the offseason. I, I thought that, because they pretty much decided to just run it back. They were like, you know what? We made it to the conference championship. We have a good team. Those guys were injured for the most part. We were beat up. Let's run us back. We can, we can do it with this team. I, I actually, I was wrong. I thought that we didn't move the needle enough in the draft and in free agency to get closer to Kansas City. But the thing is, Kansas City got worse. So we don't need to move the needle to get to them. So I can I can agree with that take as far as saying like it's not a need and it's not like they want to keep the team together, um, but I don't know I can see it from both sides I guess where are you at with it Ada? I'm kind of in the same boat. So it's like at first it's like I didn't really I didn't feel the need for him to come here and it wasn't like oh I think he's a drama queen and kind of like all these other narratives that we hear. But I'm just like for him like for the opportunities kind of what Nate was saying is like. You know, who are you going to take snaps away from? And I don't think we're going to do that. We're not going to take, you know, snaps away from Diggs and Beasley and Dawson Knox when they've been proven to be balling out right now. So it's like I feel like he's going to need to go somewhere where, like, he can really get a lot of snaps and really be able to produce because that's the issue right now. He's not able to do that right now in Cleveland. He's going to want to go somewhere. He's going to be able to, to thrive and get, you know, the production that he deserves. And it's just I don't feel like Buffalo is just the right fit. So it's not to say that, you know, we don't like you. We don't, you know, acknowledge your talent. It's just, you know, it's just not a right fit. So that's how I looked at it. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels. But now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place. 
to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, I feel like we talked too much about the Browns tonight yeah. and about Odell Beckham Jr. This is like a half hour in. Let's talk some Bills stuff real quick. Um, one of the things that I do want to talk about to, in a comparison way so this week, and it's still not quite the Bills, but I'm going to tie it in. This week, Aaron Rodgers tested positive for COVID, right? Screwed up my and fantasy. Are we going to do this? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Screwed up my fantasy. Uh, he, he, got, he lost an endorsement. He got a beat up a little bit after the, the Pat McAfee show. But I don't think that the energy that he's receiving is, is on par with what happened to Cole Beasley. And I think Cole Beasley was a lot more honest about who he is and what he decided to do. And I think he wasn't misleading. But yet, Aaron Rodgers is being celebrated in a way by some. And, you know, why is, it, why, is the diff, why is the treatment different when it comes to that for Aaron Rodgers and Cole Beasley? I mean, Cole Beasley was a lot more vocal on Twitter than Aaron Rodgers ever was. Um, you know, the quote he said this week from MLK was very frowned upon in all of Twitter, all of everything that I read on it. Um, I mean, Cole Beasley's just out there with it. I don't know. I just think I didn't like it. Yeah. I respect that about Cole. I really do. do. Yeah, I respect, respect that about is. Cole because Cole didn't hide from the media the way that Aaron Rodgers did. Aaron Rodgers tried to slight the media by saying something that was in a gray area so that you could take it one way or the other. Cole told you his stance. But the problem is that Cole isn't the MVP. Aaron Rodgers is. And I think that some privilege has come along with that. And so people are just kind of giving him the, they're giving him the slight on that, you know? And that's just kind of my side on that. What do you think about that, Pat? Or are you getting ready, Nate? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, I'm going to wait until Pat answers. We, and were, then talking, I got some we takes. were talking about this pre-show. We were talking Matt, about this Matt Warren said, he's going to ask you about Aaron Rodgers. And I said, he better. Because I got some takes, but I'm going to let Pat go that's, first. I really, <laughs> my only take is this. Cole Beasley has been, for, for better or worse, whether you agree or not, he's been consistent and he's been vocal about it. Aaron Rodgers was dead radio silence until he got COVID. And until he got caught, basically, if you want to call it a lie, fine, misleading information, whatever you want to call it. And then this is when it happened. 
Whereas yeah. Cole Beasley, for better or worse, in terms of more attention, he's Aaron Rodgers. I, Aaron I mean, Rodgers is Tiger King, bro. Thank you. Here we go. <laughs> Yo, come on. Aaron Rodgers is Tiger King. All he wants is to be in front of the camera. His family was right. He sucks ass. <laughs> I. Everyone should just take Aaron Rodgers' family side that they shunned Aaron Rodgers, not the other way around. Olivia Munn, Olivia Munn is 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 a smart woman she got away right so here's what i'm gonna say cole beasley even though i disagree with cole beasley i agree with him at least wanting to stand for something where aaron Rodgers is just he's just late to the party aaron Rodgers is is kind of a coward in my the opinion. word immunized i would say that come aaron Rodgers is by why do you if, if you really wanted to be the face of it why did you lie about it the entire way well, I don't think he wants to really be the face of anything. I don't. No. I feel like Aaron, is he's always been about him. He don't want to deal with all the questions and all the scrutiny that comes. Had yep. he taken Cole Beasley's stance publicly, Aaron Rodgers didn't want to deal with the scrutiny that would come with it. That's what it comes down to. It's okay. a fact. He's a coward. I'm not a, I'm not, I used to be a big Aaron Rodgers fan, but then he turned into Brett Favre. Well, <laughs> he, he does sound a little Brett Favre-ish, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. And I, I love Aaron. I do. As a quarterback, he he's always been my favorite since he's coming. Like he's he's amazing. And now we have we have Josh doing the stuff that he's been doing for all this time. But man, it's it's ugly. It's ugly down there. But let's move on to tomorrow. <laughs> let's move on to tomorrow. Uh, let's see how much time we got left. So we got it. We still got some time. So we we can kind of break this game down a little bit. Um, the first thing is I'm just gonna start off with like the last question I sent y'all. Is there any way possible that the Jacksonville Jaguars can beat this Buffalo Bills team? Sure. Pat says yes. Sure. Nice <laughs> laughing. And they make was there like any way wish, the Jets were going to beat the Titans? Might. Was there any way that the Bengals were going to smack Baltimore on the road and go to New York and lose the next week? Well, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that Tennessee and the Jaguars are the same caliber of team. No, I, I would I would agree with that. Yeah, I just don't think they're the same caliber of team. So when I ask you, like, I, I get your point. But I'm asking about the Jacksonville Jaguars. Like, is there really a chance that this team can beat the Buffalo Bills? Yes. But not tomorrow. Wait Joe a second. Says, Wait a any second. given Sunday. I know Wait a, a second, Joe. Name me the third wide receiver for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He was a cornerback three years ago. Logan Thomas is still injured, I believe, isn't he? He sure is. He's on IR right now. No, I'm not saying it to diss him. I'm Listen, mad because he's on all, my fantasy team. All I'm is saying is, like, one of their best weapons on offense played corner two years ago. LaVisca Chenault's a nice player. James Robinson's a nice player. Marvin, that Jones, team is, Marvin Jones is solid. Marvin Jones is okay. He's solid. Best. He's solid. I'm going to go with solid. This is live, right? Yeah. Josh Allen's got a test in the morning, right? Yep. Which which Josh Let's Allen? Let's take this at noon yeah, tomorrow, one? and then I'll tell you if, the Bill, if Jacksonville's got a chance. All right. Well, what about this Josh Allen versus Josh Allen matchup? How do we feel about that? Josh Allen. Nobody's ever heard of Josh Allen from the Jaguars. No today. one has ever heard of Josh Mike Allen. drop, end of discussion. 41. Goodbye. <laughs> the big thing that ESPN seemed to be concerned about is, like, if Josh Allen, the Jaguars' Josh Allen, was to sack our Josh Allen, that would be the first time that the tackler and tackle would have the same name. 
that's the biggest thing that they're excited about. I'm like, that's, that's all they care sad. about. That's all they care about. I'm like, that's kind of sad that that's like the biggest thing instead of like, you know, what can the defense do to step it up? Like, what can the offense do to get it going? They're just like, nope, we're concerned about is Josh Allen going to tassel Josh there is one thing that we can confirm about this, though, which is what that our Josh Allen looks better in shorts than their Josh Allen. That's a fact. 100%. You know, I, I I knew I could depend on the women, on the babes, to bring up the fact that our Josh Allen looks better in shorts. I just knew it. I saw Tay run up here with her phone, like, talk about Josh Allen in shorts. But I did. <laughs> you did. We absolutely did. Tay, we got you covered. I don't know, though. I'm going to tell y'all what. I think Stefan Diggs is giving him a run for his money. Stephon Diggs, he's up there. Yo, he has got some thighs. Yes, Pause. I'm just saying, I think he's giving him a run for his money. Yeah. No, 100%. I mean, the shorts just get shorter. And Milano. <laughs> We're not mad about it. I'm just saying, Matt Milano, <laughs> been, he been. I, I would clear, risk it all for mad. Milano. I mean. I mean, who wouldn't? Same. Who wouldn't? I would risk it all. Who wouldn't? Yeah. Also I'll same. take that cookie. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, look. Hey, we are at Resurgence tonight, and we are celebrating the release of the Buffalo Rumblings IPA. We are sponsored by the Market Dominator. We are sponsored by Buff on Weck, by BNMC. It is a great night. Let's just do this. We're going to end up wrapping this thing up because I feel like, you know, the Jacksonville Jaguars aren't much to talk about. Let's go with some, some predictions for the game and a Josh Allen stat line. And then let's get out of here and drink. I'm ready to drink. We're ready to drink. Cheers to that. So let's bring it on down. Let's start with Ashley. Give me a Josh Allen stat line and a game score prediction. All right, so I have Josh Allen at 375 yards passing tomorrow. I have him at five touchdowns and one rushing touchdown at 35 of 42, and I have a final score of 45 to 10. 45 to Let's 10. Go. Well, Six damn. Touchdowns. Statement. Well, damn. Six touchdowns. I feel like that's what we should have did last week, though. I was so Correct. mad at halftime. I was too. Like, I was so mad at halftime. That was the weirdest game. Like, I didn't even understand what was going on. I mean, ridiculous. Ridic absolutely ridiculous. Where are we at, Kagan? I'm not going to do as many as Ashley, but I'm going to throw Josh Allen in the stratosphere right now. I'm putting him at like 450 yards. Let's go 56 yeah. to 10. You know what? I'll be on the high end of this. I'll, I'll put my foot in my mouth. Let's go to the stratosphere, guys. <laughs> all right, all right. Give you something to talk about. <laughs> it's going to be something to talk about for sure. <laughs> hey, Doves, big Doves, what you got? Man, I think Josh Allen's going to throw for 400 yards. I'm going to be in between these two. I think it's going to be a big throwing day for him, but I do think he's going to be on his feet quite a bit, show some scrambling skills. I think he's going to run at least one or two in there, um, and I think he's going to have a great game. All right. Pat Moran, Mr. Moran, where are we at? I don't care about Josh Allen's stats, but took your mic. <laughs> I, think, I think at least twice during this game, Jermaine Evans is going to make a play, and you're going to sit there and go nuts on Twitter over it. Yeah. That's going to happen. Jermaine Evans, two sacks. Yeah. And a takeaway. Bodies. I don't know. Interception, fumble recovery. I don't know what it's going to be. Bodies. That's going to Y'all know how I feel about Tremaine. I'm going to just tell y'all. If y'all don't know how I feel about Tremaine, y'all about to find out. Well, I'll tell you how I feel about him. Because really Tremaine, I'm going to just tell y'all. He got way too much hate. I thought, I thought he we got way too much hate that. over the first couple years of his career. And I'm going to just tell y'all, y'all going to put some damn respect on Tremaine Edmonds' He's name. Been a decent he is having the best, the best season of his career. And not only is he having the best season of his career, he is doing everything y'all told me he wouldn't be able to do. 
He wouldn't be able to lead the defense. He wouldn't be the defensive player of the week. He wouldn't be able to do this. He wouldn't be able to do that. And he's doing every damn thing y'all told me he couldn't do. Tremaine Edmonds for defensive player of the year. And I'm saying it. Y'all, I don't care how y'all feel. I don't care, Matt. I don't care, Matt. I'm going there. He's dying on this hill. I'm doing it. Let's go. He's been an, he's been a, a pro bowl player for the last month. He needs month. to take aways. He needs some take. He got an he interception. I know he got forced fumbles. He's not defensive player of the year takeaways numbers. Come on. Man, come on, man. <laughs> Shout out to Matt. Shout out to Matt. Where you? <laughs> I just lost my train of thought there because of Tremaine. <laughs> I get starstruck with Tremaine. It happens. Tremaine gets Go me. Back to those Josh Allen stats. Yeah, back to Josh Allen stats. I'm sorry. We're on offense. We're on offense. Where are we at, Nate? <laughs> I hate to disappoint all of you. It's going to be 31-21. You think they're going to score 21 points against us? Yeah. Really? You think they're going to get three touchdowns? I'm sorry, No, I'm, I'm with it. Come on. Like, I'm with it. How? I'm with it's, it. Listen, they stink, and that means the Bills will probably play down to their opponent a little bit. It'll be closer than everyone wants it to be. Josh Allen will still throw for Damn 300 and some change and three touchdowns. He's not going to throw any interceptions, but it'll be a closer game than you think. Do you think that we see Trubisky this game? No, because he's out. Uh, he's got oh, he's COVID. On, yeah, he's on yeah, IR. Davis yeah. Webb show. Yeah, it's the Davis Webb hey, show. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. But I do expect to see Webb because he because he Ooh. got the shot. I'm just saying. Nobody attacked me. I don't. I don't want to be attacked. I don't want to be attacked. We'll hide you after this. It's okay. I don't know it's, it's controversial topics here. <laughs> well, hey, we already heard from the market dominator, but this is a whole new show. So I want to bring the market dominator back up here really, really quickly. And um, bring them up. So the market dominator is the sponsor for this show. But I want to get your take on this. And then I want you to tell everybody basically, uh, you know, how awesome you are, because you're damn sure awesome. So uh, why don't you come on in the screen real quick? Let everybody know what you think about tomorrow, what you think the game score is going to be a Josh Allen prediction. And then just talk about how you dominate the market in Buffalo and really everywhere else. All right, folks. First of all, thanks for giving me the opportunity to sponsor you guys. Give a shout-out to Jay Spence and the Chop Up. Thank you, thank you. Give a shout-out to my boy, my good friend, Joe Miller. Joe Miller. Shout-out to shine. Joe. My good buddy. Folks, we all live in houses, right? Everybody lives in a home. Well, I dominate the market, and I will help you, and I promise you I will go to the end of the earth for my Bills Mafia. That needs to be the read. Folks, listen. That needs there to be are 3,800-plus the agents in western New York. There's too many of us, but I am number 20. Hey. Number 20. Well, number one has 60 agents working for him. He's I only have one. me and one guy. The market dominator is number one. I bleed. I bleed Bill's Mafia. I love my clients. <laughs> and I will go to the ends of the earth for you guys. So listen, if you're in the market to buy a home or sell a home, you reach out to me directly on my cell. And as my boy Joe Miller often says, I will answer my phone. 716-570-3298. Now let's talk bills. Let's go. <laughs> what you think tomorrow, man? What's the score going to be? Okay. We got to take a bigger picture view, guys. Okay. 
We got too many people like Justin coming up here calling for just ridiculous stats. <laughs> I love you, Justin, but come on. Listen. It's a Super Bowl run. It's not beat Jacksonville by 50. Yeah. There's a lot more involved. There's a lot of other layers involved in an organization that's going to win a Super Bowl. Are the Bills going to win the Super Bowl? Hell yes, yeah. Come on. In order to do that, there's a level of brilliance that needs to come to the table, and there's timing involved. We can beat Jacksonville without revealing every one of our cards. Yeah. And the timing is every single week it's a different matchup, and there's different injuries involved. So we got to get more people involved, okay? And we can accomplish that without exercising the brilliance of the excellence of our roster. Yes. Yeah. Our roster is deep. It is. So we don't, you know, especially offensively, it's like, okay, we don't, we don't have to throw to Diggs every play. And the reason is, is Diggs is bought into the system. Mm -hmm. So we can afford to not, you know, feature him on every play. Right. So we can go to Sanders and Beasley and Davis and listen, we got Kumaro who had, what's he got? A few catches for the year. If that. He's a goat. Yeah. We, we have weapons we have not even disclosed yet on the field. So, but my prediction is this. The Bills will win by probably a couple touchdowns, maybe 17 points. But they're not going to reveal their cards, man. Yeah. We have too many teams. This is the NFL. Everybody gets paid a lot of money to perform. And we don't have to beat them by 40 points. And Josh doesn't have to go out and throw ridiculously like 50 throws a game to do I that. I agree. I agree. So we do need to get something straightened out, though, on the offensive line. We do. So Bucker at left guard. That's my take. <laughs> we have another conversation going on here. Nate getting yelled at. Nate's getting yelled at. Nate Geary's getting <laughs> She said, pretend okay. you like this. <laughs> I love it. High five. <laughs> Nate's disinterested. He doesn't like the market dominator, but he really does. He really does. <laughs> right. He's he was tweeting. Tweet He's tweeting out about the market dominator. Yeah. So. No. We really need to get the offensive line straightened out, though. <laughs> we do. How do you feel about Spencer Brown? I think for right now, I'm going to tell you something. The problem with Cody Ford is the fire has not been completely lit. He's okay. done his work. He's done the training. He's, he's got the skill set. He's got the body. But he doesn't have the fire lit completely yet. Okay. And the management and the motivational leadership by Sean McDermott to bench him is lighting a fire under the tail of Cody Ford. So you think tomorrow he's going to have a big game? That's my take. Tomorrow, Cody Ford breaks out. All right. And I just hope that he can temper. He can temper the swing. Craig had the same take. That's a good take. Yes. He can temper the swing. And I believe with the organization about this whole thing about preaching, being the best version of yourself, mm -hmm. that 
that that will reveal itself in Cody Ford not only getting his fire lit, but also managing the fire, tempering the fire, because you can't just do it in one week well, when I'm you're looking, pissed off. I need it. I need it. I need you to see Cody Ford come out and do it. Every day you got to go to work. Every day. Just like the market dominator does for all of my Bills Mafia. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Give me a score prediction for tomorrow. I'm going to say it's going to be uh, 36 to 17. 36 17. Okay. That's a good score. Right. That's a good prediction. It's a good score. But here's my other hot take. Okay. My man, Mitch Trubisky, will pay at least half of the fourth quarter because it will be no, over. Won't. No, he, he, has, he COVID. has COVID. COVID. He, can't huh? play. he has COVID. We, he has it's COVID. It's a Davis Webb show. Yeah. yeah so Davis Webb. Davis Webb. We'll be playing half of the fourth quarter. COVID sucks. Can yes. I say that? COVID sucks. All COVID right. absolutely sucks. Josh will finish the game. Davis Webb will not down. come in. Okay. <laughs> that, Sorry. That, 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 <laughs> Sorry. that changes energy. Okay. Okay. Josh is going to formation. How about that? So work on the running game in the All fourth right. quarter. All right. Well, there you have it. Everybody predicts the Bills win tomorrow. Shout out to the market dominator. Thank shout you out all. To, shout out to Buff on Wax. Shout out to BNMC for being sponsors as well. Listen, we about to get on out of here. Real quick before I do, let me hear it, Bills fans. Hey. 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 Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go, Buffalo. Y'all know how we do it. Go, Bills. Let's get on out of here. Y'all love each other. Take care of each other and live in peace. As always, stay positive, test negative. Go, Bills. Let's get it, y'all.